Hello, 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 everyone. How are you doing today? You know, I'm good. My name is Dan Castiglione, and welcome, welcome, welcome to what critics are calling the worst thing that has happened to gay culture since conversion therapy. That's probably why all your other guests have canceled, and I'm back again. (laughs) Yes, everyone, this is raw and uncut. And I am here again with my fabulous <laughs> guest co-host, Joe Bailey. Hello, Joe. Hi. How are you? I mean, I'm happy to be back. <laughs> Thank you for having coming here. Thank also, you for coming. the way you react to your own hype music still hasn't changed. No. And it brings such joy to my heart. Thank you. You know, I need it because like I, you you came in and I told you I was like feeling a little under the weather this morning and like not COVID, like thank God. It's just like my allergies have just been like crazy through the roof recently. Like, I don't know why. I'm just shocked that you're feeling any type of allergy with all this snow on the ground. I think it's because, like, a lot of dust as well. Like, I'm constantly dusting my apartment as well. And, like, literally before you got here, I, like, dusted everything. Mm -hmm. I do it every day. I mean, you got to get those cobwebs out. I don't know why. I don't know know why I'm so giggly, but... (laughs) I don't know. Like, I just woke... Like, I don't know. I just woke up a little, like, stuffy and, like, whatever... It is fine, but like, yeah, no COVID. I literally get COVID tested about like eighty-seven times a week. You're so popular. You're dinging right now. I know I am, but they can wait. Is that is that one of the boys from Grinder? No, that's my girl. Scruff. No, no, no. That's Hinge. No, uh, that's, Instagram. That's my girlfriend Elise. <laughs> my wait, you've gone straight. I am straight. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Elise. Yeah. Elise is my new. Uh, well, I don't know if Elise would really consider. I don't know if I would consider that being straight. She's she's more butch than we are. I'm there. It doesn't take much to be more butch than either of us. That, that's very true. I mean, um, she he says as he deepens his voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, <laughs> no, she at least has this like very monotone voice. I think you've met her at my birthday party. She has the yes. sleeve tattoo. Yeah, I don't really remember your birthday party. I don't really either. Um, but which one? I was five sheets to the wind. She's up here somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't really know where she is. Right I remember now. like maybe two things. One was like the threat of like heads being slammed into toilets. Oh my and god! Then the I other, forgot about that. I know. And then the other was just me. I don't even really remember that much. Yeah. Oh, I do. There, yeah, something else happened there, but not nothing. <laughs> and that was where I met our friend DJ. That's the first time you met him. It was, and I had no idea who he was. Oh well, God bless, God bless. I and that blossomed into a beautiful there. friendship. It turned into a beautiful friendship. Oh God, I'm glad I could have done something for you. Um, it's about time. <laughs> So, but uh, today we're just gonna have a little fun. Uh, we're gonna pretty much do a day of zesty topics because there's like a few things going on that you know we just like to talk about and just uh, needs to be discussed. Not even one game though. That was like so fun. No game this week um, because you played the game last week. We were gonna play yeah. the game this week because we were gonna have a third. I know, and then all of our friends canceled. Yeah, because they all suck. Ah, <sighs> dick. Ah, butthole. Be kind. I am kind. Rewind. Blockbuster <laughs> video. <laughs> no, but they, um, no, people canceled. It happens until next time. I know. And here I am. And your he- sloppy thirds ready, yeah. to, <laughs> ready to come in and clean up hit. There you go. You know, you know what? I last, t- the last time that you were on and we did the full episode, you, they got really, like a lot of people really took to it. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, people, like, were telling me, like, they really liked it. They liked us together. Oh, my gosh. So. Not in a dating sense, though. No. Oh, God, no. (laughs) No. 
No, 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 no. Because you know what? That would actually be really fucking weird. Do you remember? It was like last year, two years ago, or something. Um, there was a picture from Hardware. First of all, if <laughs> you ask me to remember a, a picture from Hardware, do you know how many of them there are? Mm. Number one, because that's where we go all the time when when the world is open. And number two, by the time those pictures start getting taken, I'm normally four sheets to the wind. Yeah. Which now really just makes me want to go get like sweaty on a dance floor listening to Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, cut to the feeling and like thumping it out and then rolling out onto the streets at four o'clock in the morning and grabbing a slice of pizza and going home. Those were the days, huh? (sighs) My nostalgia is at like a 10 now. Yeah, those were the days. But I'm talking about the picture that we were tagged in on Facebook. Oh, were they tagged? You? Me me as as you? Yes, yes. I was never more insulted. I remember one of I us has that. one of us has a barely tolerable personality, and it's not you. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all right. So anyway, guys, that's the topic, dog. Great. So there's, as we said, there's a lot of things going on, uh, but we're gonna like you know what Ron Uncut's all about. There is one thing that has been going on in the world. And it's about someone who I've spoken about on the show plenty of times because she's the queen and Britney Spears. Yes. Free Britney. Free Britney. So the New York Times documentary. Um, Framing Britney Spears. Framing Britney Spears came out on Hulu. It did. Um, what were your thoughts? Um, not surprised by anything on there. In, I, am, I am a consummate like and hardcore Britney fan. Um, I actually was watching Instagram while Free Britney was happening, and my friend Joey, who is now in LA, he used to be in New York, he collected all of the like magazine covers she was on. I also did the same thing. And so, like, I'm like a hardcore Britney fan. So I wasn't surprised. Like, there was nothing in there that was like shockingly, I would say, new information. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's just heartbreaking when you put it in perspective of the totality of it because we're now years past the breakdown we're now years past the marriage we're now years past her first album coming out and Mm -hmm. all of those things and so now you can look back on it in the totality when you're when you're in the moment of it i don't think it's easy to see all of the things coming together. You know, it's the same thing that you and I go through in our personal lives, right? When we're going through a ton of things on the back end, Mm -hmm. you don't, I don't know the totality of what you're going through today. You don't know the totality of what I'm going through today, but years down the road, you can look back and be like, oh my gosh, these five things were happening around around them and I had no idea. And so when you look at it in that totality, it's heartbreaking. No, it really is. Like, so like, as you said, like, it's not, it's nothing new. Like if you're a fan of Britney, you know, if you haven't seen the documentary, it really kind of just sums up um, the fact that she's been in the, her conservatorship for the past 13 years and how this girl is not allowed to, is wild that's how long i've been in new york city yeah she's not allowed to she's a she's a 35 36 37 38 year old woman she's 38 38 let me see hold on she's 39 she actually just turned 39 december yeah so but yeah she's a 39 year old woman she's a mother of two she can't her father has to control everything for her and you know what i think at the beginning it was okay Right, like for the first year or two, like she really well in the beginning, she was certainly going through a lot of things. Yes, there was postpartum depression, having those yeah. two kids back to back. There was a divorce. I mean, the 
she was in a spiral. She so was for and, certain. Yeah. And, and that's what people don't realize. They just look at Britney and they're just like, oh my God, she's crazy. But you know what? Anyone, and I said this all along, excuse me, anyone would have been fuck, fucking fucked if they were her, I think. like Oh, for sure. I mean, when, when you think about the misogyny that she endured at the hands of Justin Timberlake and the people judging her for mm-hmm. all the choices she made, if you think about the fact that, like, I mean, even earlier this week on Clubhouse, my friend James hosted a room, like, pick your favorite Britney song. Mm-hmm. And... So I was going through the catalog of her uh, of her career, both what's been released and what hasn't. And there's a song that she has that was never released. It's called Guilty, and it was about it was about Justin Timberlake, similar to Every Time, mm-hmm. but a more like pointed at him mm-hmm. song. And and that song never made it out, whereas mm-hmm. his song Cry Me a River made it out. There was a likeness of her. So like all the things that she endured at. at the hands of men people yes men but also people in general in this industry because i mean her mother's a little bit culpable in this too well yes she is but you know uh, like i was actually talking to people last night about it as well because her mother though you have to think about it like her parents were divorced her dad's a dick um her mother her mother was always there and like helping her and like by her side and everything but her mother also had a 16 year old daughter who had a baby yeah as well so you have to kind of Brittany at this point was making millions of dollars performing all around the world and her like you know what i mean like her mom would be like i feel like any mom but you have to pick the better of two evils like you have this girl that's making a million dollars for millions and millions of dollars and this other girl who's 16 years old knocked up for sure but i think my point is it's now taken lynn a little too long to try to get involved in it too. like yeah like i feel like now she's suddenly stepping in because everyone is screaming free britney mm-hmm. but she could have been screaming free britney a long time ago my perspective on the matter is as follows. Mm-hmm. I still don't think that Brittany is 100% at her healthiest. No. And I do think that there is probably some level of conservatorship or monitoring that she needs to ensure her wellness. Mm-hmm. Because I think she's in a much better place than where she was, for certain. Yeah. Um. To that end, I think... The fact that her father and the lawyer is treated as a business matter. It is. And it, is ridiculous. And I actually like the fact that she doesn't work anymore mm-hmm. because she's like, no, I'm not like if, if I can do something about this, this is what I'm doing. And it, yeah, it stinks like, like she's not performing anymore. But I, I think that's also like her making a stand in some point and uh, like it's what she can do. Well, and a friend of mine at Sony said she's not recording anymore either. Yeah. But that was all said prior to it being about her father and the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. The messaging that he said to me was, Oh, she's not recording anymore because she's crazy. Mm. And so I want the other part of me was wondering how much of that was messaging that came from like her father or the people that were managing the estate of like, yeah, hey, she's not recording, but now it's coming more coming to light that she's not doing it because of the thumb that her father mm-hmm. has on top of her. Yeah. She can't make one decision. Just imagine like, you working like you're working you're doing all the work but you have someone else like you can't sign a piece of paper without this person telling you you can do that yeah can you imagine that like your work you no. you're talking you can't have this meeting you can't talk to this person like you're literally doing your job if you tell me what i can't do i will do the opposite exactly of what you tell me i can do exactly can't do. so 
but the so the free Britney movement is bigger and bigger than ever at this it point, is. and it's, it really is thanks to the thanks to the documentary. Um, how right after the documentary came out, um, they had a court hearing date, and Jamie yeah. Spears, um, he got taken a, a little bit ch- got chipped away off of his block, and because because Britney wants someone else to be in, in control of her, not right. her dad. Right. So solely well, in but surely of her money. Yeah. Yes. Because there's two arms to the conservatorship. There's the conservator of the person and the conservator of the finances. Mm-hmm. And so I th- think it's that they want – she wants the bank to be in charge of her finances. Yeah, she doesn't want her dad to be. Correct. So, you know, it's – so people – everyone's talking about it. It's there. Um, I think – I have a prediction, I think, by the end of next year, 2022, mm-hmm. you'll see Britney back. She'll be a, so. out of the conservatorship. She'll be performing again, and oh, but like a really good new album. Mm. Not, I mean, Glory mm. is a little bit of the gift that keeps on giving, but I can't say the gifts are getting any better. Right now. No, they're not. But people underestimate pe- the Backstreet Boys. No, no, people underestimate Glory though because you know it gave it gave us one of Britney's best songs and videos of all time. I like to think Slumber Party. It's just really good. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Like that video is like the best Britney video and it's so underrated. I, lo- I mean, I love the album as a whole. I definitely was listening to it the other day. Um, it's just one of those things where it still wasn't her best. Like I need like a good Britney banger back dancing, fighting fit, crushing it on yeah. the dance floor. Like that's the comeback we need. Yeah. Maybe she should do dancing with the stars. I don't think she's. <laughs> Next question. Uh, well, Brittany, that's. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, but so there's one thing we need to talk about, like, because it's like kind of driving me like. Uh, I just look at his Instagram when I'm feeling a little down in the dumps. Why? Wouldn't that make you feel more down in the dumps? It makes me just looking at him. Um, so we need to talk about Luke Evans. Um Luke Evans. I'm not a fan of him. Oh, he is. Okay. Before we get to Joe's reasoning why he's not a fan of Luke Evans. Luke Evans is an actor. He was Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. He is also gay, and he's never really tried to hide the fact that he's gay. He's also never come out either. He No, he hasn't, he's come out. I thought he he has had a boyfriend, but I don't think he ever came out publicly, did no, he? No, he's he's because he you know he said he was like my sexuality does, isn't me. He was like I've been gay since I was on the scene. Like why do I have to sit there and like make a big stink and be like I'm gay? Oh really? Yeah, like ever since he was an actor, he's been he's always been out. Oh, maybe he did come out in 2014. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a, he's a he's a big homo, and I heard he's also a kinky homo. But, but that's Army Hammer, kind of kinky. No, 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 no one's no one's eating people here. But so, um, Luke Evans. Okay, uh-huh. so Luke Evans is seriously like the daddiest of all fucking daddies. A few weeks ago, or maybe last week, or whatever it was, he posted this one picture of him on the beach. Yes. Um, he's wearing yellow speedo. You sent it to me. I I saw it. And he just got and he had a brand new tattoo in his leg. And I'm a sucker for like tattoos. Oof. Uh, like I have it pulled up on my computer right now, and he is just the perfect man in the world. Okay. I have done my research on him. I have literally stalked his life. I literally. 
stay out of his bushes. <laughs> I literally Dan, just stay out of his bushes. Uh, even if it's horrible, I will watch whatever he is in. Like he just looks like a lot of fucking fun too. He looks like a dude's dude. Like he looks like someone he looks like a bra. Yeah, like, like a bro, bro. I like bra. Yeah, like I wouldn't say I'm like up for like outdoorsy adventures and stuff because okay. I'm really not. But anyway, he's like a dude's dude and he is like really like I would go I would follow him into like an abandoned cave. What? Yeah. Or it's like a bush. <laughs> like anything he wants he could he, I don't really sweat celebrities this much at all. I But like this is like if anyone asks me, what's your ideal man, Dan? Luke Evans. Really? Yeah. That daddy knows what he wants, knows what he looks like, super comfortable in his sexuality and his skin and his like masculinity and femininity. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Like, it just makes me so mm. like, do you want me to give you a minute alone with the laptop? No, not this one. (laughs) Like, look at him. He's just so cute. Yes, he, he, yes, he's, he's just, uh, so why don't you like him, Joseph? I don't have a problem with him. I, he's just, um, he reminds me Mm -hmm. of every, um, of every not so kind homosexual that we'd see out in Hell's Kitchen. Really? Like, he reminds me of that person you'd pass in the bar and you'd say hello to, but it's a superficial hello. Oh. It's not, like, a high. Mm. I know, know for you're... me, I, like, I prefer the people that I'm dating to be, well, I, I mean, in the past, I've preferred people who are dating who, like, cheat on me <laughs> and other things. Um, so that's fun. Um, so maybe he's not that. Maybe he's great in a relationship, and here I am just casting a perception out on him. So I should be mindful of that. Yeah. Because um, he, do- I don't know. He just seems like, he seems like a bro, like a dude too, but he doesn't seem, like, superficial. He's also an actor. Like, actors are weird. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, he just he doesn't do it for me. <sighs> he doesn't do it for me. I I'm sure he's wonderful. I would totally lick his body up and down. I he can degrade me if he wants. Oh my god. He can just slap me around and just like call me names. That's fine. Are you again, are you sure you don't want me to give you a minute? <sighs> I can like go for a walk around the block and come back. No, no, it's too cold out. Okay. Uh but uh, I, I, the, the picture is a lot. There's like a lot of things in, in my face. So I posted the picture on my Instagram story and I had literally so many people like DM me from the picture and be like, I saw this and I immediately thought of you. I was like, thank you. (laughs) I can't, I can't. Um, (laughs) it was a lot in the picture. It also had the moment of like vanity, thy name is, and then, but like, who doesn't have that moment, I guess, in our community? And then, lastly, yeah, you like, yeah, you've no. never posted a picture. It was a thirst trap. Like, let's call it what it was. Yes. it was a thirst trap. Yes, like it was for certain. Like a, hey, how you doing, thirsty? And like, yeah, like I'm squatting. Like, like my legs are spread open on the sand with a little sand to my inner thigh, and I'm like looking into your soul, and like. I probably have this really musky smell going on right now. 
But yeah. I feel like you just want to narrate Luke Evans' life. I wish. Previ- previously on Luke Evans. <laughs> but to top it off, he's Welsh, which I think Welsh accents oh, are God, yeah. so weird, but they're so cute. Um, My friend Marissa, her husband Matt, is Welsh, and he has a fantastic accent. I love it. It's one of Every- my favorites. And I met them when they were living in London, and so I remember in a lot of people would always be like, oh, his, like your, your London accent's so great, but like, no, it's Welsh. And yeah. The Welsh accent is fantastic. Uh, have you ever heard anyone Swoon. speak Welsh? No, but you know what? The next time I'm in LA and I see them, I'm going to ask Matt to speak Welsh to me. So anyway, Luke Evans, um, if you ever listen to this... Um, <laughs> 201. <laughs> <laughs> Please just know that oh, um, God. I love you. And if you ever want to get married to an American, I can be your man. Luke Evans, if you ever need a restraining order, please <laughs> call anyone but dad. Uh, so, as I am, as I was doing my research, your research. My research. Um, I love it when you say it like that. I've come across some, um, a little shocking, um, not shocking, I don't think, but some s- alarming okay. statistics. Which are? Uh, one in five people in the U.S. Mm-hmm. are estimated to have an STI. Um, I think that's kind of a lot. Like one in five. There's five people in my nuclear family. One in five. Well, well yeah. I, uh, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, you just proved that one to be accurate. <laughs> I did. I did. We have one in five. Uh, so the research comes from the CDC uh, from a study that they took in 2018. So I think the thing that's most important is it's not – It's the numbers include people who are not necessarily infectious either, which is important yeah. because it does include people who are HIV positive but undetectable, and when you're undetectable, it means you can't transmit. Mm-hmm. So it includes – STIs that exist but are not transmittable Yeah, at that stage. So the study determined that there were nearly 68 million people with STI at any point in 2018. 68 million. Of these, 26 million were acquired in 2018, and half of these new infections were people aged 15 to 24. Damn! They slept in the, in the, in the teens. I mean, I'm not surprised anymore. Fuck. The infection... I mean, have you met you? <sighs> not... Girl... But the infections included in the study were chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, genital herpes, HPV, sexually transmitted hepatitis B, and HIV. This this article references super gonorrhea as well. And girl, let me tell you, a few years ago, I'm not embarrassed or anything that I do, obviously, that's why I record this show. Right. Um, but a few years ago, I had a little spout with um, this gonorrhea, but of the butt kind. So, it was right after New Year's, New Year's, okay? Uh-huh. And we were out during New Year's Day, because New Year's fell on a Friday. Uh-huh. So, we were out. We get back to our friend Mark's apartment, Mark and Johnny's apartment. I'm just sitting there By like- By the way, for those of you who can't see my face right now, which is everybody listening, my head is in my hands and my eyes are closed because I just don't know where this is going to go. Okay, so you get to Mark and Johnny's. Mark and Johnny's, and I'm just like sitting on the couch like- Okay white as a sheet like dead i felt like complete horseshit and i was like it's probably just like because new year's was really hard went out all day drinking today Uh, anyway so a week goes by i'm not feeling good i really can't go to the bathroom um i go down to my sister's place uh for um 
MLK weekend. Okay. It's my brother-in-law's birthday. We eat Mexican food. Still can't go to the bathroom. The next day I go to the hospital because I haven't been really been, I haven't went to the bathroom in like three weeks. And they're like, oh, well, you're not like not backed up. You're like not constipated. I don't know what's going on. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like leave the hospital. It's like I have a regular doctor appointment for my prep checkup in like a week. So I'll just go talk to her because she's normal. Um, so I go there and I tell her everything that's going on. She's like, wait, wait, stop. She's like, you have gonorrhea really bad in your butt. She was like, I'm not even going to need to test you for it because <laughs> I know exactly what's going on right now in like two seconds. And I, you know, like, do you know who gave it to you? I do. But um, that name isn't going to be said. Um, I, w- I wasn't thinking that. But I guess my point was like, did you call them and tell them that they gave it to you? Yes, because their boyfriend also had it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, it was it was it wasn't good. So you, like if you have gonorrhea or chlamydia, you usually just like take two pills and like a shot. And you're done. You're you're like cured in like a week. Yeah. I had to get two shots a week and a half apart and take those t- and take those pills every what those two pills once a week for four, for a month. Yeah. Oh my god. It was a bad spout of some gonorrhea. So you little 15 24 year old fuckers out there, you need to be protection and wrap your tool, don't be a fool. Mhm. Isn't it don't be a fool, wrap your tool. This is my show. I can say what I want. I mean, that's fair. Uh <laughs> I, okay, um, yeah, I'm at a, uh, and I'm typically not at a loss for words. There's, it's very often that I'm speechless. Why did it take, (laughs) sorry, I'm going to formulate a sentence now. (laughs) Um, when you reached out to the person who gave you the gonorrhea, yes, did they say, oh, my boyfriend has it? Or, and he gave it to me, or was it like a, oh, I gave it to my boyfriend, so sorry we didn't tell you. I guess my question is, if if they knew when you reached out, mm. what stopped them from telling you? That's a great question um, that I because don't that, that's like, have the answer to. Was I peeved when I found out? No. It is what it is. If you're going to have sex, you got to c- take the consequences. Oh, yeah. No, for... Yes, for certain. I guess my point was they didn't proactively reach out to you and tell you. No. Which that would peeve me. Uh, I was already getting treated. It's fine. It didn't. You bo- are much more forgiving than I am. Yeah, it didn't bother me because you know these things are they're curable. You can't cry about it. No one said cry about it, but I think people should have the common human decency to let you know. People don't have common decency. Have we met? Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm looking at the most indecent person I know, but like point being. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think people, if I've ever had something and I tested positive for something, I, I went back and I told people that I, that I, proactivity is key. Yeah. Like if I got, if I got a little, if I got a little Ghani, I would, Hey, um, I don't even know the guy's name. Brandon, someone who I slept with last week. I got a little Ghani. You got to get tested girl. This actually happened? No, but I would. I would say I would. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I was gonna tell you we need to find you a new catalog of people. No, Ghani, um, or Clitty, <laughs> or Siffy. <laughs> You've given them nicknames now. This is the pro- yeah. next topic. <laughs> but yeah, so I could sp- I could spend hours dissecting this now. 
I like, I actually like this. So, but yeah, you should, everyone should get tested for everything. If you're not on prep, get on prep. Um, I think any gay man should, because you know, you have that, that your fr- go back, back to your friend's story. Um, you have situations like that. Yeah. Things happen. We're adults, right? We're very sexually active beings. Things are going to happen. You're going to get lost in the moment once or twice. You're going to suck a dick in the bathroom every once in a while. You don't know who that person is. You're not going getting down on your knees and being like, excuse me, sir. What's your status? Oh, okay. Zip. No one should be doing anything in a bathroom in the middle of a global pandemic. I'm hopeful that these numbers have come down. This was in 2018. <laughs> I'm hoping that 2020 knocked everything down. 2022, it's going to be a whole different 2022, ballgame. there was actually a whole, um, a few weeks ago, I did. there was an article saying that the number one thing that people want to do most when like things are opening back up is like orgies and sex parties. I'm a homebody. Well... I like to dance on a table. An orgy yeah. or a sex party will not be my jam when I'm, you know, whatever. Well, who knows? It's not for everyone. I, I don't mind a good orgy. There's a lot. Oh, God. That was also another question I had. What's the difference between an orgy and a, and a group? Five or more. You think five or more? Yeah. Considers a group. I don't know. Should we go to Burning Man and find out? <gasps> I want to go to Burning Man really bad. All right. So back to topic. So anywho, um, I actually got back from Florida two weeks ago. That's why we've been a little silent. Um, it was the most peaceful two weeks <laughs> the world has ever had. And but, peace reigned across the land. Whatever. But um, so, yeah, I, w- I was down in Florida. And so my dad has a place in the Palm Beach area. And I had friends that are in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And they're right. They're like 30 minutes away from one another. Okay. Um. So I was going down to Lauderdale and stuff, and it was like you know on the grind. I'm like, it's like when you're move when you go to a new place. We talked about this. Like I saw your Instagram stories. Which one? Of like all the people down there who were sending you messages. Oh God, yeah, it's fucking wild. But but you know when you're down there, it's like you when you're in a new place. It's like you're the hot piece of beef on the block on Grinder. It's like you go to a new area and you're just like ding 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 ding. <laughs> but it's like I was trying to come up with a really good song for this, but <laughs> Mac just completely distracted me. I was in my and in my head, I went to Ace of Base, "All That She Wants." Oh, All that she one. wants is, is another, another baby. baby. She's uh-huh. gone tomorrow for it. Anyway, right. um, so yeah, so you're the new hot piece of beef. I made some friends, right? They're an, they're a couple. Well, right. I need to like literally like. These couples. Wait, when you said you made new friends, you made new friends off of Grinder. No, I was actually out to dinner with um my one friend who lives in Fort Lauderdale, and he's much more like outgoing. Like I'm outgoing, but like I'm also when I go out, I don't like talking to new people. Like you do, I don't. Like I, yeah, I do. I mean, I'll talk to new people for certain. Yes. Yeah. I, it takes me a while. Like it takes me a while to like coax into that. Like talk to new people. So um. I'm also the one though. Like after, like never mind. That was too far. Go so ahead. He goes. So we're out to dinner, and um, in Fort Lauderdale Manors, like everything is in a fucking strip mall. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at the sushi restaurant. There's this cute. There's this cute guy sitting across from us, and he, I'm in the bathroom. I come back from the bathroom, and he's having. Oh my a god! Were you on? Were you the one in the bathroom? Doing mm-hmm. the things that you just referenced in the last story. Not at a sushi restaurant. Ah, oh, God, have some class. At least it's at an Italian restaurant. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. Um, 
But uh, so I come back to the table and he's talking to these really cute guys, right? Okay. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll meet you at Hunter's. Like, we'll be there. Is Hunter's the name of a gay bar there? Hunter's is a gay bar, yeah. Uh huh. So I'm also yeah. talking to this other guy, this other couple. <laughs> All these couples. I'm talking to the one, and my friend Michael is talking to the other member of the couple. And they're like, oh, we're at Hunters, too. Like, the thing out. So me and Michael get to Hunters, and we have we get, like, a table. You are literally patient zero in this pandemic. I'm sorry. I'm just convinced that you are what started COVID. Go ahead. No, no, no. I get tested all the time. It's my new kink. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> we, so we're, at the, we're at the table. Like, so it's me and Michael and these two couples, right? Okay. The one couple we gravitate to is more like the one that are more our age. Um, they're actually like 30, 31. Okay. Both of them. And um, they're married. They're open. They live in Brooklyn. Fun, 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 fun. Like so much fun. Okay. So anyway, um, we just started hanging out. Michael was trying to like get into with one of them and I was trying to get in with the other one. But I was like, mm, not today. Anyway, so... Long story short, I wind up becoming really good friends with them. I sleep with both of them, hung out with them a few times. They're a lot of fun. Because so then when we were together, we were like on grinder hunting for some more dick in Fort Lauderdale. The three of you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was not sent this topic to research, so I'm <laughs> at a loss. So this is no this goes back to the like the vacation sex. So it's like and then But we talked about this what? during my the last time I was here. Yes, we do. You asked me if I've ever had sex on holiday, and my answer was no. Yes, but so I have. So now we're reflecting back on me. Oh, I got it. All right. This is your podcast, so it came full circle. <laughs> so we're reflecting back on this. So I was so I so I had them, and we became friends. And we were like hunting for dick, but then like along the way, I was there for ten days. I made a lot of different friends. It was an adventure. Like being the like moral of the story. When you say you made a lot of friends, like a lot of people that you had the SEX with? Um I wouldn't say full blown SEX. Oh my god. Okay. Girl, I'm telling you, Florida is a whole nother world. It is a whole other universe. A whole new world. Like I was being responsible. I wasn't Don't like Don't you dare close your eyes. I was being responsible. A new horizon every moment red letter. What? Okay. I was <laughs> I was being responsible. I really I was because you cannot look at any like if you think people aren't having sex listen and this I'm not saying that people aren't having sex I'm just saying maybe you should cut down the number of people you're having sex with I have by a lot dear god what was your number before oh what? that's a oh I gotta go <laughs> I mean I am responsible I get tested you, regularly. I get tested for COVID regularly. Wear my mask. Not when I'm having sex. If someone asked me to wear a mask while having sex the other day, and I was like, it defeats the fucking point. Would you wear your mask while having sex? I'm not having sex right now. But would you? Why wouldn't I? As you can tell, as someone who is very risk averse in this pandemic, like I've gone to LA twice now and flown across the country, I'm not having sexual partners right now unless it's someone that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I would not have sex with a mask on because we were we would have both been tested for COVID. I agree. I mean, like, I'm going next week to get tested for everything else, even though I haven't been with anyone, just to be sure, like, the person that I'm interested in when we do meet up, like, we're all 
good. It yeah. It gets to that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, no mask. You know, there's like the, so the reason why I ask is there's like this, this guy. So he was actually down in Florida, a friend of mine who, who actually lives around the corner from me. Uh-huh. I've literally known him. He's older. I've known him for years, years, like probably like going on like 13 years or 12 years. Okay. Um, normal hookup buddy. He was, he, he was down there. He was like, yeah, you want to come over? I'm like, yeah, sure. We can hang out, whatever. Cause we like, we hook up, but we, but he's friends. He cuts my hair sometimes. And he's like, oh, can you wear a mask? Like, if we're going to have sex. I go, what? Like, I think that's just a little strange to me. And hey, people can do what they want to do. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. And don't think I'm like running around like dick and ass hanging out everywhere. I'm being responsible because there were places that I went down to in Florida where I was just like, mm, I got to go. Like, this doesn't feel safe for me. Proud of you. Thank you. But yeah, so I'm going back to Florida for the month. Okay. Um, I have a few dates lined up. There was actually someone down there that I've been like chatting with and I've known him for a while too. Um, he's like six foot four. Wow. Yeah. He's a tall man and he's Macedonian. Okay. Like beautiful. He's like, and he has a nice D. Like nice. I've hooked up with him before. Yeah, I, I, I figured that much. I was yeah. trying to formulate a question in my head. Mm-hmm. But then I lost but it. But the only problem is he's a little bit of a trumper. Oh, my God. Why are you doing this to yourself? I know. Because Donald Trump isn't the president anymore. See, I, I do- <laughs> The man is going to talk to CPAC today. What's that? Oh, that's it's like the really religious. That's like the conservative mm. of America. The conservative whatever the hell they call themselves of America. I don't know. I don't know their acronym. I just know that they are full of very, very right-wing, extremely right-wing people, and that's who Trump is talking to today. Unless we all not forget, he was not convicted in his impeachment. He was acquitted, which means he can run again in four years. But I would <sighs> just say maybe stay away from the trumpet. Yeah, but he's hot, and he's rich. That doesn't make him a good person. I'm all for dating really good, smart, kind, wonderful humans right now. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy that I've recently met someone who's also very attractive. Mm-hmm. So, but he's also, uh, more importantly, he's all of those other things as well. Like, we have great conversations every time we talk, which is That's now like good. four or five times a day over FaceTime. That's good. My screen time on my iPhone has shot up like there's no tomorrow bad for your eyes i actually just went and got glasses good i have 2015 vision which is like perfect like better than perfect vision Mm -hmm. however i'm farsighted is that like me like you can't see far no it means i can see far oh i can't so you're nearsighted yeah so i i be one of my eyes compensates for the other eye so i can still focus on things that are close to me and see them Mm -hmm. so they give me like a very light prescription with blue light glasses what's good these i don't know if these ones are blue but the other ones that i have are blue and they're great i'm telling you they're really fucking great but yes they were it was a great experience really great doctor really great friend who did it who got me in there that's great so highly recommend going and doing it anyway um yes you were about to say something. Yes. So while I was in Florida and like while I was being naughty and looking up is more than I should have. I wasn't bothered. With the Macedonian trumpet. I hooked up. No, I hooked up. I didn't hook up with him this big time. I hooked up with him the last year. And he was actually up in New Jersey like a year before that. Okay. So, um, but I was topping 
more. I I really dis- rediscovered my top side. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm verse, like I am verse, but like you. I have been like, I haven't actually bottomed in forever, which is like good. Um, but so I was talking to one of my friends and I met one of those couples, right? Okay. Sometimes it's really hard to be a top. Why? Because like you always have to like perform. Like you have to make it good because there are precautions the, the things that can happen. You can hurt somebody if you're a bad top. Right. And like they can, this bottom can like walk away and be like, oh gosh, that's all. Because if you're going to bottom, you know what you want. F- uh, fair. But the last person I was in a relationship with claimed to be a total top. So that kind of did away for some of it for me. Total. Yeah. We talked about this. I don't like total anything. Right. Like, so when I think about top privilege, which is what you, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is like what you had, how I presented this topic, how you presented the topic to me, uh-huh. um, that was what I thought of was like, I want to be more ma- like I'm the more dominant of the two of us, okay, the more masculine of the two of us, the more butch of the two of us. Use coin whatever term it is here you want to use, yeah. Um, therefore, like I get to do the more dominant masculine jobs in a relationship you do more of the feminine jobs in the relationship that's how i was taking top privilege okay it sounds like you're taking top privilege to like a they always have to perform but they don't have to do as much to get ready place yeah yeah and i wouldn't call it top privilege just because this article was called top privilege because twitter gay twitter is a whole other fucking breed of person okay um and they literally just drag 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 tops all the time Okay. Because, you know, and I'm not taking saying anything, but being a bottom is hard as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be ready to stay ready or stay ready to be ready, which I think is a whole other thing. That's a lot of work. But tops come off in a certain in a certain way, I think, that is kind of like shunned, shunned upon a little bit, like total top people. Because they, I feel like they do think they're a little bit better than... Well, yeah, I mean, the, la- the last person I was with who was a total top was also a sociopath narcissist who loved himself. Like this one tweet, like top privilege. I just ate chili corn. I just ate chili corn. Ca- I just ate. <laughs> what? I just ate chili corn carne before the underwear party tonight. Chili con carne? Yeah. Con carne? Con- yeah. That's, that's chili with meat. meat. Okay. Before the underwear party tonight? That my friends. That, that my friends. Top privilege, and I will be topping tonight. Just imagine, like, being able to do something like that. Like, eat, like, mm, I don't know. Whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah, but then, like, you have to, like, still be ready to, like, go. Like, yeah. To please someone else. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Is it, though? Yeah. I don't think Because you can't be a lazy top. You can be a lazy bottom, but you cannot be a lazy top. Right, but it's also about them in that moment too. It's not just about the person they're pleasing. So it's like I don't I don't I don't not see your point of view. I'm just not one hundred percent there that like I think that sometimes sex can also be a little selfish as well. Because it's, it's about you also, you know, getting yourself to a place where you're a selfish lover. Having I, an orgasm. And there's sometimes tops can be selfish lovers. Yes. But if you're a lazy bottom, a starfish bottom, what I like to call it. You just stole my term, oh, starfish. Is that you? No. Is that what you do? 
Oh God, no! Just lay there. <laughs> no, we all know. We all. I used that term the other day. Oh, God, I was in. I'm gonna. Uh, I was in a room on Clubhouse. Okay. And here we go. We Name dropping Clubhouse again. I'm never sending you an invite. Wow. Mainly because I'm out of them. Uh, wow. Uh, I'm sorry. The show's canceled, everyone. Well, it's not my show. It's your show. So you're just shooting yourself in the foot on that one. But Whatever. Go on. Sorry, pal. Um, Whatever, ma'am. Bruh. Um, <laughs> what the hell is I saying? It's a Sunday, so I'm like completely brain dead. Whereas when we did this the other day, I was like totally game on. Oh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. I was in Clubhouse the other day, and we were talking about bad um, dating stories. Mm-hmm. And someone told a story, and, I, and that was part of it. And I was like, oh, they're a starfish. Yeah. And the person was like, what's a starfish? And I said, just lays there like with all limbs out and they were like i've never heard that term but that is absolutely brilliant i feel like that's so common where are these people from i i mean the people on clubhouse are from all around the world i mean we've there have been people on from russia where it's not okay to be gay out yeah but, but no but this person that you were just mentioning i can't remember who said it there's so many people in rooms sometimes that if they don't say like hi this is Kai or hi, this is Sarah, or I'm not going to just name drop all of my names, or like Tim or Bryn or Brett. Mm-hmm. It's just um, Bryn and Brett. Uh, Bryn and Brett are two different people. Do you know them? Oh my God, I can't wait for this all to be edited out of this today. <laughs> um, so, as I was saying, so I was in a room on Clubhouse and someone was talking about their really bad dating story. And their dating story was around someone who was bad in bed and basically just laid there. And so I asked the question of, so there is starfish? And the person was shocked by it. I don't know where the person was from. Like, I don't I don't know. They just never heard the term starfish before, which is like... I feel like it's fairly what, common. I feel like it... Truth be told, and maybe it is common, I feel like I'm the one who coined it in, like, our group of friends like mm. i would say it to mark all the time i've been this, saying this, this predates you i've been saying this for years okay well yes then. i was just patting myself on the back and giving myself credit for coming up with the term but anyway yeah so but top privilege i think it's a thing i think tops are really hard at work because you can be a lazy bottom starfish bottom you can't be a lazy top because you got to put in the work you're getting like an exercise there are times when i'm like done topping i'm like like sweating like i am done like i literally just did cardio for like a week do you ever get that no because i go to the gym yeah i haven't stepped inside a gym in about a year um because we're in a global pandemic and that's more dangerous to me than whoring i'm not whoring as taylor swift would sing call it what you want (sighs) taylor swift is a stupid homosexual but uh, yeah, that I I think that's it. Um, I think that's it for the show today too. Oh my gosh, we got through that. What feels like so fast, but maybe not fast at all. No, you did good. It was good. But yes, yeah, so guys, that is our show today. I'll be back in another two weeks when everyone is canceled. <laughs> you will definitely be hearing from uh, Joe Bailey again. Thank you so much for joining today again. I I feel like Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. in Devil Wears Prada being. She was the ninth choice to play. Oh, you yes. To play that role. Well, you're never. So I would like. I mean, I'm just thankful. It's, it's an honor to be nominated. You're welcome. You're always the, the first. The Anne Hathaway of the Ron Uncut podcast. 
You're always the first choice in my heart, Joseph. <laughs> but thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to check out our website, rawanduncutpodcast.com, and to follow us on social media at rawuncut underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And that's my phone ringing. So I hope you guys have a great rest of the day. He's popular. <laughs> Joe, have a good one. Oh, my God. What's his name, Dan? This is my sister. Everyone, I'll talk to you later. Have a ho face. Bye, everyone. It builds character. I'm still in it. <laughs>